Cats, a podcast about a band in progress. My name's Dan. I'm Tony, and Dan, you say you've got something to talk to me about for yeah, once. I do, yeah. yeah sure. For once, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing something to the table today. Oh shit! Right. Um, and it might be uncharacteristic because I'm going to talk about Ozzy Osbourne for a second. Oh what? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, well, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go, no, go, that's all right. Go. You can I'm clean excited. up, and uh, we get. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason I'm bringing him up is, um, you know, I've been doing a bit more study, and um, one of the things that came up in my course was, um. So I'm doing an, an entertainment law unit, and somebody killed themselves while listening to Blizzard of Oz. Yeah. Specifically, they killed themselves, and their the record was in the record player, and um, like it was on Suicide Solution, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There was like, and you play my record lyrics. backwards, and you fucking tells you to kill yourself or some shit. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that true? Is there because I've heard that Ozzy actually did put in. Like, taking the piss out of it, he did put in backwards messages in certain songs. This might have been before this incident. I don't think there were subliminal messages in that one. Um, if they were, I don't think they were, like, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what the record said. Well, I suppose Suicide Solution is... Um... But it's apparently it's not about... Like, if you listen to Ozzy Osbourne, he's talking about how it's just about drinking and about how we're killing ourselves slowly by doing yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and and then, you know, he, he quotes the lyrics back at you. And I don't care about the song enough to even look at the whole lyrics in the full context. But I believe yeah. him when he says it. I probably should have looked them up before I talked to you about this. But, <laughs> you know, it, it sounds like it's about alcohol and about how yeah. people kill themselves with it. And this sure. kid just killed himself. How do you yeah. feel about that? Should we be putting suicide messages in our songs? Um, so the people who are going to give us money to support our um, art and mm-hmm. help us continue on doing the things we love, we should tell them to kill themselves. It seems to work well. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's pretty metal. Like it is, it is metal. It's pretty metal, but yeah. it just doesn't seem like good business. Yeah, right. Is it good art though? It might maybe it's good art. <laughs> it's a good art. <laughs> Telling your fans kills them. Maybe, maybe. All right. I, I, I didn't really mean to ask that question. The question I wanted to ask is: Are you responsible for the things your fans do? Uh, morally, no. no. Why no? would you be? Even if you are sending, so he wasn't. But you know, if you were sending the message that it's a good idea to kill yourself, humans are, um, you know, a scourge on the earth. Um. So I make. Art and somebody interprets that to mean something horrible, and then goes and does something fucked up, and that's my fault. Well, I mean, what if you? What if you're actually? What if you're fairly blatantly saying that? <laughs> say, say we were a metal band, and yeah. say we wrote some lyrics that said, "Humans are scum. Yeah. Humans are the scourge of the earth. Yeah. The only reasonable solution is to kill yourself." Yeah. That just sounds like a good song. So, but it's a good jam, man. Would we re- would we be responsible? Do you think would well, would I you think... feel bad if someone killed themselves? Of course, of course you would. It's like um, Lim Biscuit at the big day out, and that um, girl tragically died in the mosh pit yeah. and all that. Like, of course, I wouldn't blame them per se, but you're gonna feel fucking horrible yeah. that that's happened, um, and you're involved in any way. Mm. I don't think that you should be held accountable. I don't think that it would be something that. Oh, cool! You said that in your song, so you're the whole 
reason. Like I've listened to songs mm. that have dark messages and shit in it, and I'm not doing dark things. I think there's, I think there is something. There's some shit going on before that person hears that song. That's probably more to blame than the song itself. Yeah, that would be my my understanding. Why do people do people think that it is purely the musicians? I mean, always the parents. You know, they <laughs> they think it's there couldn't possibly be something wrong with the child or the way they've yeah. parented the child or any situation the child could be in. Yeah, well, yeah, they're looking for an easy answer. Yeah. Something, something and Ozzy said that. Like, he's like, yeah. I feel terrible for them, but, you know, maybe there are signs if your kid's locking itself in the room for, you know, yeah. hours on end blasting metal music and not talking to you. Something is that my on. fault? Like, <laughs> he, it was really cogent for Ozzy Osbourne yeah. when he was talking about this. It's, um, there was a dude, uh, I don't think we got it in Australia, but um, Domino's Pizza had the ad campaign, uh, the Noid, avoid the Noid, because he right. makes, makes your pizzas cold or some shit. Yeah. And there was a dude, and I can't remember his full name, but it was someone lo- someone Noid. <laughs> I, I don't know, his name linked hey, up or something. But he was a paranoid schizophrenic, and he believed that the Noid was actually out to get him, and he fucking went into a Domino's and caused the whole thing. I think he was threatening people and trying to take hostages and shit and all this fucking stuff just because of an ad campaign that he believed was out to get him. Yeah, right. Like, I don't think that's Domino's fault. He was oh. paranoid schizophrenic. You don't? <laughs> well, this is where we differ. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, if you have something... Like, there have been so many terrifying movies that I've watched. Like, I get very affected by a scary movie if I watch um, it. The Babadook going. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, that stuff stays with me really hard. I could Mm. see the Noid being one of those things. Yeah. Okay, I want to blame Domino's for it, but... (laughs) But do you um, want to blame Domino's for it because of this incident, or do you want to blame Domino's because you're just kind of sick of shitty pizza? uh, I want to blame Domino's not only because I'm sick of shitty pizza, (laughs) slash would you really call it pizza, but because... (laughs) Question. <laughs> the other day they had a coupon. It was like last week they had a coupon for um like no pizzas under four dollars or something like that, and they're just mm. around the corner from us. Yeah. So we went to order. Yeah. Um. Well, Will and Alison, our housemates, went over to to go and order in person because the internet site was down. And they're like, no, we're not taking any more orders. It was like six p.m. And they were. So you they walked into the shop yeah. and they're like, no, sorry, we don't want your business. Yeah. At 6pm on a Saturday night? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people were interested in this $4 pizza. <laughs> That's like, I called... I've had internet problems for a while now, mm. um, where it's incredibly slow and drops out. I, I pay for the Ultra Pack, which means that I should get 100 megabits a second at its fastest, you know? Yeah, right. That's pretty, pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, and I've been getting 5 megabits at its fastest lately. Um, so I call up and I'm like, yeah, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, there's a lot of people on the internet. <laughs> That's not a fucking answer. <laughs> no. Yeah, but that was their Yeah, most people these days on the yeah, internet, turns yeah. out. And I'm like, oh, so in the last week, there's just suddenly been a, a lot more people on the internet. And his response was, yeah. Popular Twitter hashtags keeping everybody on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking census causing me yeah right that's probably what happened yeah all about the senses (laughs) Uh, so what have we what have we been doing though as a band wait unless there's something else you want to talk about killing yourself is there something (laughs) a little bit actually um all right no just everything okay dan (laughs) well (laughs) 
It is. We've been busy. Um, no, I, I think it, it's a good chance to talk about, um, you know, rolling into what we've been doing. It's a good chance mm. to talk about, like, how mindset affects mm. what you're up to. Definitely. Um, and managing your own psychology when you're doing something uh, that takes a really long time or just that, that doesn't that necessarily possible? make you feel very good. Is it possible to manage your own psychology? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like it sometimes. So we've been recording, which is mm. why this is sort of... Yeah. It's a bit late. It's a bit really, really late. It's a bit late. It's a lot of orders. <laughs> we're busy. It's been, yeah, yeah. So we're recording at the moment and we are... I'm going to say 60% through one song. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that no, a- I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got bass and drums <laughs> and some electric today, which we finished. Yeah, right. We finished. Uh, we finished some electric. Some electric I want to clarify today. that. Um, and there'll be a lot of overdubbing because, you know, there's a lot of things that I need to do to make it sound like I'm a much better guitarist than I actually am. Of course. <laughs> um, but we've been doing this for. A month? Six weeks? At least a month. Yeah, maybe six weeks. And it's fucking draining. It really is. So... So, how does that affect you, Dan? Um, it, it gets me down sometimes. Right. Sometimes I feel high. <laughs> 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 I'll rephrase. <laughs> Sometimes I feel awesome mm. um, about what we've done, particularly a few days after the fact yeah. when I'm, you know, having a listen back or I'm making some adjustments and I'm realising that all of the just- adjustments over time that we've made are starting to sound like a song. Yes. Um, yes, definitely. We, we do a, a rough mix of what we've recorded and it's like, holy shit, this actually is starting to sound like something you'd hear on the radio. Yeah. Not like, you know... Our SoundCloud demo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're really learning this time, and I think that's mm. really great. But um, I think, you know, the first four weeks almost, um, if it's been six, definitely the first four sessions, man, they got me down in mm. the dumps. Just, you know, just immediately afterwards, just totally drained, you know, redoing stuff. I think we started the drums, you know, three times over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we tried multiple different ways to to get a, a scratch track, which is like a backing track that mm. you re-record to to get that right and it nothing was working and everything is just fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um but we we understood that intellectually, we we understand <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. But it doesn't change your emotions on the whole thing. So, mm. like you say, you've been getting down. I've, as well, just for pretty much since we've started recording, have struggled to find any passion for anything. And yeah. Motivation, and it's always, uh, okay, we'll do this thing. Um, <laughs> and whilst the thing's happening, it's fine. Yeah. But afterwards, there was no gratification. There was no satisfaction. It was just, okay, that's that's a thing that's done now. And it was incredible how long it took me to acknowledge that and realise that I'm depressed and sad and, and not coping with what's going on. Yeah. And once once you do, once you're able to go, oh, fuck, you're sad. <laughs> <laughs> what is this emotion? <laughs> yeah. Sad. Um, everything falls into place. Yeah. Like, I realise, oh, cool, so that's 
that's why I've started putting on weight again, and that's why I feel like I'm drinking more, which is probably also why I'm putting on weight again. They <laughs> <laughs> definitely pair well. Um, you know, why you're always tired and you can't get to sleep and you yeah. can't wake up and all that. And it all comes into one. I don't want to. I don't want to blame the band wholly for that, <laughs> because I'm sure there are other things in my life that are causing that as well. But I think it's a perfect storm. Yeah. That you know, having being maybe a little bit down and then walking into something like this that, yeah, you're not getting that gratification that you usually do. You're not getting that dopamine release that you feel you should. Yeah. Um, builds and builds and builds until you're like, oh, shit, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be surprised if anyone in the band isn't, isn't feeling this as well. Mm. Like, I mean, I'm sure to varying extents and like whatever else you have, going on in your life is going to impact it. And for me, it's like, well, you know, not doing super well financially, like looking for a job, mm. plus this. It's just like, well, if all the other stuff was great, this would be okay. Yeah. But this because this used to be... Yeah, yeah, this used to be the thing you look forward to, or, you know, for me, the thing I look forward to each week, oh, band practice is going to be awesome. Who knows how it's going to feel, but it's generally always feels awesome. Yeah. We get something cool out of it. This is the most... Recording is weirdly the most uncreative thing. It's it's just capturing what you've already done, like all the work you've already done making the songs good. Yeah. You're just trying to redo it to show people, look, look, see, we 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 swear this is, we can see, do this. We're a real band. Yeah, we've got a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're right. The, it's it's a it's a good point that it's the most uncreative thing that we can do mm. is record those songs because there is no, and there there will be there will be more moments of oh let's try this and let's do that and yeah and I think that's going to help pull us through but mm. at the moment when we're just getting bass and drums and and the, the bass of the song down it's like yeah we've been playing the song for fucking years now yeah this is just straining over yeah the same thing but if we get it done and it's done and then we don't have to touch it again except to play it live and we the we should talk about this in a second, but um, mm. how much better we seem to be at everything we touch by the time we're at the end of it. Yeah. It's, like, so effortless to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's essentially putting the song under a microscope because you're pulling it apart. You're pulling each separate track yeah. out and recording it and picking out any tiny little problems, um, which is tedious and everyone hates it. <laughs> but... Like you just say, is we've jam now on that song, mm. and it is effortlessly a hundred percent better. Yeah. Um. So I'm really excited to start gigging again because I Same. think the show is going to sound much better than it ever has before. Yeah. And then we can start focusing on doing interesting things on stage, <laughs> considering dressing up as a cat. <laughs> but we can talk about that. <laughs> Dan's allergic to cats. So. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Do not use real cat fur. <laughs> whatever else happens. Do you think that um, in order to capture something the way it is live for us at least, because we don't have a big live room and an engineer and a bunch of mm. money, um, you basically have to deconstruct it, take it apart, analyze it. For what the energy, for like what is bringing the energy, like you know, because you play it, and you know the way we've done it is we've we've got reference recordings from shows, and we're really mm. just trying to catch the energy from the shows. Yeah. Um, but in doing that, 
you strip all of the actual energy in playing it and playing it to a click, you strip all of the feeling from it and you're just trying to recreate a version of what you already yeah, already done. The tightest version of a thing that yeah. you've done before. It's amazing how it can sound like there's energy behind it, even though you're feeling like you're this is the 17th there, time. Yep, staring at a single spot on the wall just so that you focus <laughs> on fucking, I've got to hit this beat perfectly. Dead eyes. Yeah. Uh, it, um... Yeah, it's interesting because you do still capture that vibe somehow. And I think that's the song more than you. Especially in the way that we're recording, Mm. because we're doing everything individually. I think we're capturing the energy of the song and not necessarily the energy and performance persona of the members in the band. Yeah. a live recording, you get a lot more of that. Yeah. Um, Which I think next recording, I'd love to start trying live tracking. For sure. Um, this has convinced me of nothing more than I don't want to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, how how do you pull yourself through these dark days, Dan? Um, <laughs> <laughs> vodka. <laughs> Good question. It was it was a lot of drinking, so I decided to stop drinking this month because I recognised that that was you know yeah that's not helpful. Yeah. You think it's helpful? It's not helpful. Um. A lot of it's just been really just trying to psych myself back up and just to mm. remind, you know, just those constant reminders. I don't think, sometimes I don't think there's a great deal you can do other than just understanding there is an, another side of it that there's, yeah. a, you know, kind of like when you're looking for a job as well, it all just feels like, I've, I've gone through this before because, you know, before I moved to America, when I moved to America, then I got back from America, you know, the job hunting thing, you feel like it's you against a machine and you have no idea how to solve it. And then one day you get a job. And it's all fine, but it's months and months of that. And and in those months and months, you just don't, you just feel hopeless. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, to some extent, it's just keep, it's just keeping going, you know, it's just yeah. convincing yourself that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, I think. Just reminding yourself of, of what you're doing and why. Yeah. And focusing on that as opposed to how sh- shit it feels in the process. <laughs> I, um, to me, a big part of it is, and I'm terrible at this, but acknowledging mm-hmm. what I'm feeling and oh. and what I need, right? You know? Like every human has needs, and every human has different needs. And if they're not met, then you start to be depressed. Yeah. Um. That presumably just happens all the time, and you're not aware of it. Yeah, right. And then when you're not having a need fulfilled, you end up feeling shit. But whether mm. you realise that that's not being fulfilled or not is subjective. Yeah. Um. And I think that's what it was for me, is I didn't realise that I wasn't getting satisfaction in certain things and started to feel down. And I was getting to a point where, like... Because I was just like, it's got to be the music, because that's always what's made me happy. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe I'll start fucking around with my own music again and, you know, get out there, Ableton, and start recording, you know... More recording. Great. More recording, (laughs) yeah. That was my answer to my recording woes, was more recording. Um, And I'm like, let's... I'll write a song. This will be great. And... Nah... No? tried multiple times and it was just you know we talked to henry about the um standard lines you go to like yeah. you jump in the fire <laughs> and i always go to i don't know and that was all i could fucking have come out and, oh and every melody was just a fucking scale or oh. oh no and that was horrible and it just got so much worse um and then and then it started to dawn on me like ah oh, no, well, we haven't actually... Although we are doing music every week, we're still doing band practice, we're still showing up, we're not actually playing. So 
yeah. it's not really satisfying that need. And I remember nah. we, we jammed. We come to one practice and we're like, let's play the set. Let's just play. And, ah, uh, elated. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instantly just like, ah, cool. And it reminds you, well, this is what we're doing. Yeah. We're working towards something that's going to be this, but better. Yeah. It's... What, those moments are, are really important mm. and exciting, you know, yeah. when you when you remember. It's that whole um, doing the work, you know, I you hear people talk about that all the time, but I, I think they fail to mention just how depressing that can sometimes be, the doing the work mm. part, and it's, you know, you got to get to the bit where you get the, the gratification as well. Yeah, definitely. Like, you don't... You're doing the work for no reward as a, apart from you love doing this. Mm. And if you're doing the work without the, oh, I'm loving this, then yeah, shit gets pretty, pretty, pretty bleak. <laughs> <laughs> We're also so new to this, though, that, um, yeah. you know, everything is a struggle, whereas, you know, this can't be the way it is forever. Like, I mean, every time we redo... Say okay, when we le- we're learning to mic up drums, it took mm. you know three times, but now we can set up the kit in twenty minutes and get recording in twenty minutes, and and you know the first day took four hours. Um, yeah. So you have those little achievements, but you know that they they just feel like well, finally I deserve it, you know. Yeah, but they're not they're little achievements, but they're not they don't scratch that need. They're not creative achievements. Exactly. They're technical achievements. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's like, yes, cool, I have a win today, but it's still not scratching that need to make music. Yeah. Jam with your friends. Yeah. We we definitely need to find some more time to do that, I think. Yeah, which is this, yeah. This is, I suppose, the, the mantra of uh, most bands in the world is that everyone's got a full-time job or, you know, yeah. a job of some description. Everyone's living their own lives, so it's hard to get the time to do this. I know. If we were... A successful band, we might be able to take time off to record. Yeah. We wouldn't have no jobs, but we would have less time at our jobs, maybe. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I suppose it just uh, condenses that anguish and depression. Yeah. It just like into that two weeks, everyone is just really fucking full on with their emotions, and then it's over and it's done. Yeah. And we're dragging it out. Yeah. Like, I mean, teeth. you do hear about it too of people like, you know, f- actually punching each other and mm. things like that. It's really common. Yeah. Well, it gets tense. Yeah. Like, it's gotten tense here when we're recording sometimes. For sure. It's like, when shit isn't working, there's nothing that anyone can do to fix it. Or yeah. Like, it, 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 everyone gets frustrated with everyone and, you know, you cope the way you can. Mm. And usually we're like, let's get some air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what, is that, what does that mean for you when you, when you say, like, you know, you manage that by, um, like, I guess, confronting or, like, thinking about what, you, what you're feeling. Well, when... Like I say, I'm terrible at knowing mm-hmm. what's causing certain things and, and even acknowledging that I am feeling a certain way. Um, it's just like, oh, yeah, you're sleeping a bit later or, you know, oh, you're putting on weight. Yeah, you're a fat yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's... Once, once I can figure out what it is, I can generally work back to find out what the, the cause is. Yeah, right. Um, and once I can acknowledge what the cause is, then I can potentially fix it. Mm. You know, like jamming today, we didn't, we, we finished recording some guitar and then Emerson, you and I 
sat around and jammed with keyboards, drums, and guitar all on instruments that we don't normally play. Yeah. And it was terrible and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but it it was it was a jam. It was the three of us making music together and yeah. you know, a lot of it was fucking shit and it was just wanky jams over three chords for, you know, ten minutes yep. long. But it was something about that that really scratches that itch. Yeah. So, you know. I, I, I agree. I got a lot out of that. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, yeah, you were, I guess, mostly on keys. I was mostly mm. on drums. Neither of us are, are any good at those things. <laughs> 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 but it's funny how, though, like, the second you hit something that sounds good, oh. that feels so great. Right. Especially, it's like, um, you know, when you don't study for a test and you do all right. Yeah. That's kind of what it feels like. It's like, I didn't even play this. Yeah. <laughs> that was all of my high school. It's like... Oh, you got like seventy five percent. Every I was always fucking seventy fives, you know. That's it, pretty good. Yeah, it, but that's fine. Especially if you're not trying. And that was exactly it. It's like didn't even study. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think it. There is a lot to be said about being able to acknowledge how you're feeling mm. and why. Yeah. And. You know, having that skill in life will help you push through the fucking dark days and <laughs> being in a band, which there are going to be a lot. I'm going to say there's going to be a lot. Yeah, I think there are a lot. We haven't had a lot, though. I think we've been saying. pretty optimistic, I want to say. I think we've been good at being optimistic despite a, like a shitload of early lineup changes that really put a damper on the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah, put it, yeah. Like, we, we've been... Our resolve has been surprisingly good. When I think about it now, I'm like, how how we didn't just, you know... Just pack up and fucking Yeah, it's really surprising. Ago. Yeah. And, know, you know, couldn't be more glad that we didn't now, but... Oh, yeah. I don't know how we got through that. How did yeah. we get through that? I don't know. We were always we were always pretty happy, though. Yeah. We started a podcast at we one point. We started a podcast, yeah. yeah. That's, that's brought a lot of satisfaction. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so what's what's different now? Why was it actual fucking sadness and anguish that we felt? You know, this comes back to the suicide thing. I, I hate to talk about. <laughs> oh, no, you do need to talk about this. I have to. Yeah, all right. Su- suicides are more prevalent. I listened to the um to a podcast about this, um, the Freakonomics podcast about it. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about suicides are more prevalent in societies um that do better on most like economic uh metrics yeah. and like yeah. so for example like white people don't kill themselves anywhere uh, sorry white people kill themselves at a substantially higher rate than black people in America yeah and then and and generally in the in communities with a high homicide rate suicide rates are lower yeah. um so basically the more things that might kill you externally the less likely you are to kill yourself um which I think is really interesting. That is really interesting. Um, do, you, do you have a point to this? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which I was well, just thinking. I don't know how to connect those dots. That's it's not my. It's not my thought. It's it's mm-hmm. the the thought from the podcast. Um, which is that basically, if when things are good for you or ostensibly good, when you are in a position of privilege, mm. you've no one to blame but yourself. And I feel as though we might be in a position of privilege now as a band. A really, you know, like with a solid band, like with people we really like playing music with and people yeah. who are really good. Yeah. There's no one to blame but, but ourselves. Yeah. We are the problem. We're the problem. Fuck. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah, I feel like... That could be what it is. 
I feel like it might be. We need a scapegoat. Yeah. Yeah, we need to blame someone. <laughs> we need a fifth member we hate. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess you're right, because all those lineup changes and things that have happened in the past have all, oh, yeah, but, you know, we're looking for a bassist, or, oh, yeah, but, you know, we're still figuring out a certain part of something. And yeah. We don't have that old well but anymore. No. Nothing's going to come out of the blue and save us. No bassist is going to come past on a horse and, and fix our problems. It, yeah. It's all going to be us, you know? Yeah. More of this. Like... Fuck. That means we have to be better. Yeah, I think that's what's so hard about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's being better. <laughs> oh. oh, that's interesting. Bleak. Yeah, and I, I didn't think about that before we started talking about this. No, so this is just my... You summed it up perfectly. Yeah, okay. Being in a band is hard and... Fight through it. Figure out why you're sad. Don't be sad. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Tony. I've been Dan. This has been How to Color Cats. Cats. <laughs>